0: Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartblown Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others love and discover themselves to reach their highest potential. If you're new here, then welcome. And if you're returning, then hello. I'm so happy to have you here. So today I'm going to be covering with you how ego attraction works. So as we all know, we have energy attraction, right? We attract what we focus on, what we think about, what we manifest, we start to attract it into our lives. But in this episode, I'm going to cover with you more of an ego attraction, more of how your identity starts to attract different things. And I'm just excited to cover it. This is all kind of new for me. But once I really started to learn more about it, I was like, wow. The thing that I love about this is that you have the illusion, I guess, because the ego is all illusion based. But you have this illusion or thought that you can control more of what you're attracting when you take it from this approach versus the whole like energetic attraction, which still works. But this is a different form or different way of attracting different things. So how ego attraction works. Your ego is your identity, is your operating system, as I mentioned in the previous episode. So whatever comes with this operation system, whatever is identified with this ego, other egos or other identities that are very similar to this are going to be attracted to it as well. So if you are the type of person that's very business oriented, you're very focused on business, making money, boom, 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 you're going to then attract business, money, financially focused types of people and situations are going to now be attracted to you. That is not something that's energetic. That's something that is very ego-based. It's very surface. It's just a concept of thoughts and ideas that other people have constructed. And because we're so attached to our identity, we seek to go towards things that we are attracted to. We seek what confirms the ego, what makes the ego feel justified, what makes the ego feel correct. So that is actually how the ego attraction works is we find things that then confirm your ego, your operating system, your identity is the right one for you. And if you are very much in your ego or identity or there's parts of you that's expressed outwardly that people can see you then become a justifier for others so then other egos and identities are going to become attracted to you why because you in your own ego is justifying their ego you're confirming each other you're saying you're correct you're right So that's how that ego attraction works. Now, how can we make this work in our favor? How can we actually now attract things we don't have? Because ego attraction is kind of like a starter pack. It's kind of like this whole range of different accessories that come with this ego. When you think of your ego, it's very broad in general. Like it's this whole like System, an entity that's operating. And then it's like, okay, well, these are the extensions that come with that ego. These are the extra accessories and pieces that you can add on to the ego to make the ego feel even stronger. So, what happens when you want something that you don't have? You want something that's actually tied to a different ego. So if your ego, your operating system is based on lack, let's just go with money, is based on lack, it's based on poverty, is a poverty ego operating system. And it comes with everything that's associated with poverty. And in your mind, you're like, man, I would really like to be able to do luxurious things and things that I see other people that have money do? I want that. Why can't I have that? Why, why am I not getting that in my life? It's not you, and it is you all at the same time. It's not that you're not capable of having that. It's not that you're just doomed for the rest of your life. Like you'll just never, ever be that person. It's the fact that it's tied to a certain operation system. It's tied to a certain identity. An identity that you have not yet adopted, beliefs that you don't have, values that you don't have, morals that you don't have, expression that you don't have yet. If you want that, if that's the life you want, then guess what? We've got to completely wipe out about 60 to 70 percent of our current operating system, whatever that's tied to the opposite of what we're wanting in our lives, we got to clear that out. And then we have to rebuild the operation system to the one that we want. So if you have the poverty operating system, the poverty ego, all right, we've got to start with changing our beliefs about money. We've got to start changing our beliefs about ourselves in regards to money, meaning our capabilities and what we can do with money and our habits with money. We got to change our actions, the way we value money. We have to learn new ways of being. We have to learn new techniques and we have to want that. And we have to be willing to sacrifice and let go of portions of our ego and our identity that are not getting us the financial ego that we're looking for. Let's say you want a certain type of partner, a certain relationship. Well, you could go one route and try to manifest it and make your vision board and you sit in your corner and you know, manifest and meditate and repeat, repeat, repeat mantras over and over again. You can try that and that helps a little bit in the subconscious way. It does help a little. However, what you've got to do is go through your entire belief system of what do you believe about relationships? What experiences have you had about relationships? What did your parents teach you about relationships? Are you afraid of relationships? Even though you see, man, that is the kind of person I want. Well, that kind of person, that ego that you're looking at over there, that identity that you're looking at, that ego that you want is attracted to an ego that justifies that ego. It's attracted to an identity that says that, yes, you are correct. Your ego may not match that ego. Your ego doesn't tell that person, hey, look at me, right? We're a match. I justify you. That's like, eh, it's like access denied. It's like error, Ant eh, doesn't match. And that person is like, no. However, you can change that. That's the powerful thing about this whole concept. It's just a matter of shifting your belief system. It's really, really tough to do sometimes by yourself. Especially if you've had so much conditioning over the years, you've had something told to you over and over and over again. This is what you've learned, this is what you've experienced over time. This is just so ingrained and instilled in your belief system. It's just so hard to break out of. I totally understand that. But you can do it, you are capable of changing that. How? Sometimes you might need help from a coach. Coaches are really, really good because they're in that ego. Now you have to find the right coach. You have to find a coach that is in that particular way of being that you're seeking. You have to really be strict with yourself. You have to be disciplined with yourself. You have to stay consistent with yourself. And you have to move. You have to pull yourself out of environments that aren't supporting you, environments that reinforce an old operating system that you want to get out of. The beautiful thing about life is that we go through constant change. We go through traumas. We go through so many things that happen to us that shake us up, that tell us, I don't even know who I am anymore. That shift our identity without us actually having to do it. We go through this all the time. Whenever we go through breakups, whenever we lose a job, whenever we change environments, whenever we change our home space, whatever we're doing that makes us feel comfortable, that we've built a foundation off of, even if it's out of dysfunction, when we move away from that, It puts us in a very uncomfortable space because now portions of that identity is being wiped out. That's why it feels so uncomfortable. But if you are intentional, if you experience just enough pain of not having the life you want, you will be more willing, more open to surrender and letting go on your own so it doesn't feel as painful. Because you know there's something about you that is craving to get to a new life, a new way of being, a new operation system. So that's how ego attraction works. So let's recap that just a little bit. Energy attraction, manifesting, focusing, vision boards, visualizations, all these things, they do work but it can take a longer period of time if they're not a part of your operation system. If your behavior is tied to insecurity and poverty and lack, if the way that you express yourself is tied to insecurity and lack and poverty, if your beliefs about money are low, no vision board is going to help you. It's like, that just looks pretty and yeah, I just want that, but I still feel like I can't have it. That's the difference between energy attraction and ego attraction. Because what you are wanting is external. And external things, external objects, external experiences are all ego-based. So it only makes sense to then focus on an ego attraction and focus on reconfirming your own identity that is how it works. So I hope this made sense. I hope this resonated with you. I hope this encourages you that you can change, you can change as deep as you want to or as little as you want to. Maybe you just want a few little tweaks to change about your ego or your identity. Maybe you want to change 50% of your ego, your identity. Maybe you're tired of the way that people perceive you. Maybe you're tired of attracting the same old thing that you don't want anymore. Maybe you're tired of being in the environment that you've been in for however long you've been in and you just want something new. It's time to evolve and to grow and to let go of portions of that operation system, do a reboot, and get a new operation system. So I hope that you all enjoyed it. This concludes our episode on how ego attraction works.